Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. Well, we're finding out a lot of things about Peyton. <laughs> but, uh, what we really need to know is about crappie fishing. Uh, yeah. And that's why he's here, because he's going to tell us. Because uh, we were talking earlier about catching fish in a prime time to come and go fishing and catch big crappie is uh, the end of February, start of March. And so Peyton, who happens to be a crappie fishing guide on uh, Beaver Lake, uh, more than happy to come in, talk to us, give us some secrets, Always. give us some tips, and and tell us the reason why those big crappie are up. That's the most shallowest they're going to get, and the biggest they're going to grow to size wise. Yeah, I think uh, all the years I've been doing this, I've, I guess it would be my opinion, right, that the bigger crappie move up with everything else up the river arms. Okay, and I'm I'm talking they're they're coming from miles away. I think from the big end. Um, cause all of a sudden just big fish will just show up at the same time every year. Right. You know, we fish this area all year. We don't find them same, that same quality. Right. You know, we find, you know, 10, 11, but these are the 14 to 16 there's that show up all of a sudden. Right. So, you know, we figured out to target them, uh, on guide trips. If, if people there don't fish a bunch, we'll spot right. a rig for them out in open water. Okay. And the river channels on flats and then the backs of, you know, big Creek arms. Um, or we'll do the, the most popular method now, which is chasing roamers. Right. Or chasing the chickens, as my uncle says. <laughs> so he calls it chasing the chickens. He loves to go. And, you know, we, we target them fish with bigger baits usually in that end of February, March time, and then through March. Um, we're using a two- to four-inch bait. You know? Wow. You know, most of the time I'm throwing a two-and-a-quarter to three uh, with a either a quarter-ounce head or an eighth-ounce head. Right. Uh, my favorite's quarter around that time. Um, a bigger, bulkier bait for them bigger fish just seems to really work. Right. And um, you can cover water and throw it at them a, little, a lot faster. And it gets down there to them, especially if they're on the move. That's the biggest right. thing, getting it to them quick before they take off again. Uh-huh. So the water temperature in, in that part of the year, is it getting back into the 50s? Yeah, usually. Mid-50s? Usually, yeah, 48 to 50s yeah. um, is what it seems to be. Um, but I, I think they, they've already got that on their mind with their – what they're wanting to do right and uh that just seems to be the best time to find them moving up is around that time now are these black crappie or white crappie you talking both or 90 percent of them are are whites white crappie crappie. Uh um sometimes there'll be a few big uh black ones in in there with them i Uh think they're just lost but they're usually big ones right so i'm talking you know pound and a half to you know two pounds right and then you'll get some hybrids in there with them uh-huh. Uh, there was a guy the other day caught a big hybrid. So, yeah. and those, the, you know, th- those are known to get fat. Those are big crappie. Big. But, you know, that, that when I when I guide, I try to get everybody to book between February and March because we it's, that seems like when we have the the best quality of fish. Right. And they get the full experience of Beaver Lake. Uh-huh. And it's crappie. So, because we have a bunch of them. We have a lot. We have a good population of crappie, Great. don't we? coming up and also the recruitment year since a lot of um, a lot of the short ones are like nine and a half inches and nine and a half inches to ten inches Mm -hmm. and they seem to be right in there don't they yeah so what's a crappie grow do you know how big a crappie grows every year oh they they say it takes three years for them to get to 10 inches right but uh, you know uh, the biologists have found even in the nursery pond fish that we stocked in april uh, they spawned out in the nursery pond. Right. And I think when they released them in July, they had some that were already three inches. 
Right. So, so. Uh, that's that's a huge growth rate with you know without predation and you know food source in there. Right. But that's that's extraordinary. I think the healthier your water, the faster they'll, they'll grow. Yeah. With we, our warm winters like we're having, uh-huh. them fish are growing. Yeah, we're so. gonna so far. Yeah. We've had so <laughs> we've had that, a warm winter. Yeah, it's but yeah, it's there's, coming. There's less water in the lake, and so it should be. It should be easier for it to actually freeze over yeah. if there's less water compared to probably more water. So that's going to I be don't a, know if that's a fact. It might be a shad kill then. You've seen it more than I have over the years, so Yeah, we we live right on the shoreline right here. <laughs> we could just take our long poles, our 18-footers and almost get <laughs> our B&M ro- long rods. <clears throat> there's been years when I could have caught fish with that with the new B&M Black Diamond. Oh, for sure. I could have I could have flipped out there and caught get, me one. Get out there 30, 40 feet, no problem. I just stick my American fish tree like There you go. Right there. <laughs> That'll do it. Put it put it out there. If it freezes, you probably drill a hole. Yeah. So um so catching them, what's kind of the key areas that you're looking for if you're say if you're spider rigging compared to if you're out there just scoping them? Um, cause there's gotta be a difference because spider rigging, you're really not moving at a fast pace. What's the speed that you're trying to keep your boat at? Oh, like 0.3 mostly yeah. or less. I, some guys like to go really slow. I'm more of a speed fisherman. So I like to go a little bit faster. Right. And you know, when I, I don't like my baits being steady, I like them kind of moving just a little bit. So, you know, and it seems that way with some of these crappie, they want to follow it before they hit it. Right. So I like to keep my stuff moving. That's still pretty slow. It's so you're not slow. really moving from area to area when you're spider rigging. It, you're usually picking an area and kind of picking it apart, right? I, I'm picking it apart. I'm I'm trying to point my boat in the wind. It, it all depends on the wind and uh, what them fish are doing. Because, I mean, you could go 300 yards, and these fish over here are biting better than these fish over here. Right. So, I mean, it just, it just kind of depends where they're at and how their feeding activity is in the wind. And if you're spider rigging – that time of year are you looking at brush or lay downs are you looking at just open watered fish well, they're roaming open water in brush piles i like to take them over uh-huh. brush piles um but you know there's some there's some times that we find fish in 60 foot of water two foot deep right roaming so i mean it just shocks people's mind that they're out there in the boat channel you know so when you're spider rigging what kind of tell us your setup what do you got what do you got for rods and reels and lures uh, and- i use the or minnows b&m bucks graphite jig pole which are 16 foot long uh-huh um i have a half ounce weight in between two baits my top bait will be a number two minnow hook uh-huh and then i'll have my weight in the middle about 12 inches down and okay. at the bottom i'll have a uh a jig head at the bottom 16th ounce with a plastic bag i, I like to use the minnow miners from bobby garland uh-huh and then i'll tip the, that with a minnow and the top hook with a minnow so that okay. way, when I'm pushing that bait through the water, that crappie can come up. And most of the time, they'll come up and they'll look at that bottom bait. They'll either eat that right. or they'll jump up real quick and get the minnow. And gotcha. sometimes, if you're going through a school, you'll have two at a time. Right. So they'll you'll have two that hit each bait. But I think uh, the color different. I'll have different colors on there. Um, if they seem like they want a certain color, I'll change them all out, and they'll all be the same color. Right. So, are you making those rigs yourself? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah? Yep. So you sit around and make those? Yeah, sit around and make them. It's like, oh, we'll, we'll have some cold days with right. seven degrees outside. It'd be perfect for that. <laughs> Can't do nothing else. <clears throat> yeah, I make them with uh, eight-pound test. Eight-pound test? Yep. I use eight-pound yep. test on my spider rigging. Okay. 
So, um, so that's your setup, and and if if you were to be fishing most of the time, you're going to be fishing um, in the river arms. Then yes, you won't you won't go much past Horseshoe Bend, right? No, not usually. Not usually, no. Right. You go into Montana and find some roamers at a certain time, but but, but usually all the fish are moved up, uh, probably from uh, Nelson's Holler all the way up the river arms. Right. And so for roamers, what do you? What's your? What's going to be your setup? What's going to be your rig? Rod, um, lure. I like to use. Well, I have several right. in the boat. I have. I look like a bass fisherman during the roamer time. Right. I'll, I mean, I'll have. I'll have eighteen footer from B and M, the black right. diamond. I'll have the the uh, fourteen footer, um, the seventy fifth series casting rod. If you want to throw at them real quick, that's a fun right. way to catch them. And I'll even have my sharpshooter six in there. So, because right. it's it's a light pole and it, it's a, I can get a little even a little faster with it. It'll have a six pound test on it. So each each pole have uh, anywhere from six to ten pound test on it. Right. So I, so it just kind of depends on the day and and how they're reacting. Because uh-huh. usually if they're reacting kind of skittish, I'll have to downgrade and use my seventy uh, fifth series and uh, put a sixteenth ounce jig head on it with a little baby shad and then right. a little split shot above it. Right. Stuff twink it out there and you know just to try to get a little bit of lighter action uh-huh so it just kind of depends on how they react but have have an arsenal in the boat it sounds like an arsenal yeah so i mean I, i've got everything with me for how they're going to react that day right and some days you're chunking lead at them with a big old bait and it's just different from the next and they're just swallowing it so right so you know, just like it, do, I, do I, cold fronts affect them that time of year when when you got because end of February start of March you got you compared to the fall like the fall when you get a front come through in the fall it seems like it's more consistent fishing because right. it it the water getting colder isn't an issue you want the water to get colder right. when you're leaving that summer period but in in that time of year when let's say you get a cold front come through how does that affect those probably not as much spider rigging because you're using live bait right uh, yeah. but i mean but for for scoping scoping them um I, i've tried to determine what you know what affects them the most but some days that are horribly nasty and you don't think you're gonna catch nothing you don't want to be out there it's on fire uh-huh. and you just you just can't believe that and you're having to dip your pole down the water to defrost it right get the ice off of it and then some days it'll be sunny and beautiful and you can't get them to buy it. Right. So it's, it's, it's amazing. I don't like sunny, beautiful days. I Those are good days for people to take boat rides. Yeah. No, it's uh, the nastier the day is what I like, even for the dock shooting that I like to do it, the nastier, the better. Right. So I, I don't know. I think it's just a, I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, I'm not going today. They're not going to buy it. It's like right, right. now we catch them. Right. So, I know we catch them right now. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, that mess debunked for me. Right. I, I think if they're if they're on the feeding mood, they're going to hit it. You get it in their face, they're going to hit it. Now, what tips would you give someone that's going to go fishing that time of year? Is there, a, or is there a color of lure they should use, or or is it a size thing more? I think, a, I, well, color. Um, have at least three different colors of jig heads. Have pink, sartreuse, and silver. Uh-huh. Um, all you cannot go wrong on this lake with a monkey milk colored bait or right. salt and pepper or whatever they want to call it or a, or a sartreuse or a, or a shad pattern. I mean, I won't leave the house without those three. Right. I mean, you don't have to get crazy expensive with stuff. I mean, if they're not going to buy one of those three colors, then it's just a tough day then. 
Right. So, I mean, that's that's just how it is. Them fish out there in the openers, they seem to be more opportun- opportunistic, whatever, how you want to say that's that. That's it? Yeah. You know, they'll if you get it in their face, they'll eat it. So. Right. And and also when you're when you're sniping them, you don't let the bait get under them, huh? No, no, <laughs> no. You know, I don't know what it is. It's not, sometimes they're lazy. You know, right? They, you know, oh, you know, like I'll I'll throw out there to them and I'll bring it by them too fast, and you'll see them kind of turn up. And they're like, oh, never mind. I don't want to chase it. And then you know, you'll throw it. And it'll go under them and. You know, they'll kind of spook a little bit, but they, they don't typically want to go down on it. Right. I've seen them do it. They have went down on it. Uh-huh. And, but it seems like when they do, it, you just bring it back up a little bit, and they'll go ahead and hit it. But you usually want to keep it right above their head, bring it to them right through them real slow. Or sometimes you just, with the longer rods, you just hold it right above their head. Right. And let them come up to it and nose it. I call it bird dogging. Oh, he's bird dogging. He's bird dogging. Right. And sometimes you just take that line, just give it just a little bit of pull, just to move that bait up just a little bit, and he'll go ahead and hammer it. So, what do you think about those crappie that say you're out there and you're sniping them and you're going along, and the crappie comes from underneath your boat and yeah. you're swimming and going that way? Have you caught any of those? I've caught them at the trolling motor. Like, I mean, like I've seen them follow the bait up to the trolling motor, and either they'll see me first and spook, or they'll go ahead and grab it. Right. So, I mean, I, these fish have completely changed the way I think about them. Right. You know, with the way that these new fishing methods that we're using. I, you know, I never knew they were out there like like that. You right. Know, we spider rigged them, but I didn't know they'd be a foot deep in 60 foot of water. Exactly. So, and did they come all the way to the troll motor to eat it? In the spring, we also have to deal with water. Like right now, we haven't had a lot of water uh, coming into the lake and mm-hmm. and last five years roughly we've we've had high muddy water logs and everything going down this year might not happen maybe possibly i wouldn't bet on it mother nature always fills up what it takes away so what what are they to do if what are they going to do if the um if the water's muddy say say like muddy not stained because stained is good right Stained, well, is. stained and muddy, but w- with mud, I give the two days. The two, two days, days to calm down. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When it's first mixing, they're going to be lethargic. They're not going right. to want to really hit because they're trying to adjust. But two days after that, they should be stabilized. And then use some of your either darker or brighter colors, your pinks and your whites is what I use, or uh, purple. Oh, purple. Them fish, them fish will stay in the same areas usually. They just have to have a couple of days to adjust. Uh-huh. And when that water's stained or muddy, that's when you can really trick them big girls into biting. Because they can't really see uh-huh. what it is. Because, you know, when it's clear, they come up and look at it all day. <laughs> and it's like, come on, bite it. And you got to hit them in the head with it. And they'll just swim away like, I'm not falling for it. I've been, right. here, I've been here seven years. I'm not falling for it. <laughs> but them stained days, they can't really see what it is. And they go ahead and eat it because, you know, it's an opportunity. Right. So I like the muddy when it gets muddy. But yeah. not silty. Not when there's the grain, like you can almost yeah, see the dirt to your boat and stuff. No, I, ain't nobody like that. But I, I think I, you know, after a couple of days they adjust. A couple of days. Yeah, because I mean I know a couple of years ago when it flooded real bad, there was nobody out here because it was so muddy and right. it was the best time I've ever had. So have it to yourself, and it. they're all big ones. And we would have so, ran into you can't each even other see it in your live well because it's so muddy in the live well. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty muddy. Yeah, yeah. But... Mud flaps on your on your boat. Mm-hmm. That's how muddy it was. Yeah, it's muddy. Pretty muddy. But you just like I said, you take that long rod and you just put it right in front of their face, and they just 
they'll just eat it. Right. So they have pretty good eyesight, don't you think? <clears throat> I mean, we talked about this like before the show. We talked about having like most of the of like a small babe like a small shad looking right. things. Usually about two inches, but you're talking about that time of year. You're jacked up. You're two and two to four inches. Yes. Yeah. Get into some of the, the bass baits, you know. Uh, that reels anything that looks like a shad, uh-huh. because we start catching fish that time of year. That you catch them when they have a big old shad tail hanging out their mouth, right? And you know that thing's five six inches long. So like, okay, that's what they're eating. You know, they're wanting a big bait uh, to fill up on, and that's what we'll start throwing at them. And I think they can see it farther away, right? And it looks more natural to them. Well, that's a big. That ain't no bait. You know, you're not throwing little baby shad at them. Stuff they might have seen before. You're throwing something. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, that's what I'm eating right now, and they'll they'll eat it. Right. But yeah, the distance. You know, that makes a big difference. I I think too. Okay. Bigger baits, they can see better. I think they're they they put off a sound in the water or a displacement. Uh huh. Makes a big difference. Well, that takes us to Tackle Time. Tackle Time, sponsored by Pico Lures. Pico Lures has a complete line of hard and soft baits. Of course, you can buy some baits that'll catch crappie that time of year and uh, big baits, like in the big baits thing. But yep. uh, and if you wait just a couple more months, you control uh, Pico crankbaits too. But they got them all. They got all the lures you need to catch everything that swims in Beaver Lake or any of the reservoirs or rivers or ponds that you're fishing. You can check them out at PicoLures.com. Peyton, if they want to find out more about you or if they want to go on a guide trip and catch yeah. some of these big fish and throw big baits, big baits at them. to big crappie, <laughs> which that's uh, if you're doing a formula, uh, big baits, big crappie equal fun. Yes. Where would they go? Uh, you can reach me at Peyton Ashery Fishing on Facebook. All right, there you go. Like I always like to end the show, make sure you keep your hook sharp. Lures in the water. <laughs>